Okay, so any questions? He wants to know who is Balaram. Who is Balaram? Who is Balaram? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he just met Balaram today. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's a big, big question. Hmm? But, um, as you may know, we consider Krishna as the uh, fountainhead of divinity. Entende? La Fuenta, a, um, and for good reason, also, because we find in Krishna things that we don't find in other manifestations of divinity, but we don't think that there is more than one God, we think rather there are many faces of God. And the various faces of God um, correspond with the various hearts of devotees. Hmm? So, I gave the example tonight that in exploring the nature of consciousness, hmm, this is what mystics do. Mystics follow the basic common sense experience that we all have, basic common sense experience that we all have is that we we think, we feel, and we will. And when we will, according to our thinking and feeling, action takes place. That's how we all function. We think we function like that. Hmm? You follow me? Hmm? What that means, then, if that's true, is that there is something that is uh, subtle hmm? and somewhat difficult to grasp and understand that is moving that which is more readily understandable and um, and the objective world of our experience is, is constituted of it. In other words, physical stuff, matter, Hmm? You follow me? It's objective. Hmm? Um, we make objects, we call them things. Hmm? You follow? Things, objects. Um, but in a bigger sense, there's objective and subjective. These are big words that are used in different ways, obviously. So it can be confusing. But the way I'm using them is that we have subjective feelings and thoughts. 
about the objective world, which we can measure. You understand? Mm. We can weigh. Mm. It's difficult to weigh our thoughts and to measure our feelings. Mm. But the things of the objective world we can measure, we can weigh, we can um, capture them, so to speak, control them. Mathematics, for example, is a language, a descriptive language, no doubt. It's a language that seeks to describe the nature of the natural world. And it lends itself to the thinking on our part that we can control the natural world. Because when you can measure a thing... The implication is that you are above the thing, you've measured it, you've captured it, it's yours. You can control it. So in the modern world, um, science and its handmaiden technology are working at mastering the objective world, the world of matter and things. For what reason? so that we can have more things. (laughs) And that we can bring things more under our control. We have been bringing things more under our control for some centuries now, Hmm? comparatively. But whether we are more happy, that is questionable. So it's still a question in some people's minds whether a mastery of matter, if it was possible, would make one happy. There's two big ifs there. If it were possible in its entirety, if it would make one happy. And the question comes from the thought that that there's something beside things. And that's us that we're not a thing. We experience things. We can measure things. We are the ruler, the measurer, the sinta. So while it's easy to measure material things, we can measure the distance of the moon. That's how good we are at measuring. And go there. Hmm? Tonight is a full moon. So when you leave here, you go out and look and you think, that's quite an accomplishment to go to the moon. I wonder how they do that. (laughs) That's by math. So you can see that if you can go to the moon, it used to be, you know, in España, Columbus, he thought. Colón. Colón? He was Italiano. Yeah. Uh-huh. Colombo. Colombo. <laughs> anyway, él, él, ¿cómo se? Piense. El mundo no está plano. Está redondo. Redondo. Está loco él. Y otra gente mm, creen. Hmm? So, <laughs> so, but he went. Hmm? 
across the ocean. Columbus was asked amongst a number of people, it was said, whoever can take an egg and stand it on an end will be able to cross the ocean. Intended? So if you, you take an egg, you can lay an egg down, but if you try to stand the egg up, it will fall over. So they thought, it is as easy to cross the ocean as it is to stand an egg on its end. Hmm? They thought, therefore, it's impossible to stand an egg on an end. Therefore, no one can cross the ocean. What did Columbus do? Columbus took the egg, said, I can do it. So everyone said, let us see. He took the egg and he went, Tch. made a little dent in the shell and stood the egg up, just like that. And then everybody said, oh, that's cheating. <laughs> he did. Hmm? This kind of thinking. Hmm? Alexander the Great, you know, he conquered India. It was said that whoever can can undo the Gordian knot, it was a great some knot in rope, hmm? that person will conquer that mystical place, India. Hmm? He was a Greek, right, Alexander. He was young. Many big men came and tried to untie that knot. They could not do it. Hmm? Then the young Alexander came and said, I can do it. And everyone laughed at him. He said, let us see you un- undo the Gordian knot. He pulled out his sword and cut it. <laughs> I've undone the knot. Hmm? This kind of special thinking. Hmm? Hmm? That is required. <laughs> that is required. So, these are, of course, examples I'm giving of material genius and a courageous spirit and so forth, by which many things have been accomplished. Not by ordinary thinking will we accomplish great things, by extraordinary thinking. And the greatest thing to accomplish is to know yourself. We'll get to that. That requires extraordinary thinking. Because even if you could, by extraordinary thinking, master the whole world, if it was at the cost of Lalama, then Tenenada. If you could capture the whole world, Hmm? but lose your soul, you have nothing. Hmm? That is, I think, in the Bible, this idea. Hmm? So, we have become good at, relatively speaking, at material mastery. Not only have we crossed the ocean, but we've gone to the moon and to the Mars. I mean, (laughs) where is that? Huh? Mars, how they can go there. It's, it's amazing. So you can understand that they're a little proud of their accomplishments. Hmm? And thinking, we're making great progress in mastering uh, the world. 
And when you make such accomplishments in mastery of the external world, the thought of inner mastery, if you will, is moved to the background. It really looks like you're getting somewhere. So why go within when going without you're now capturing the space and other planets and so forth. We can just develop it more than we'll go on living. If this world becomes overpopulated, we'll just send them to the moon, send them to colonize the moon. Hmm? Hmm? But this is the way of material mastery. The more we master the material world, the less we think of ourself. Hmm? There's an illusion that material nature provides that it allows us to think if we just get a little more, everything will be perfect. Just a little bit more. Hmm? A little bit more pay raise, a little bit bigger house, hmm? a little bit better partner. <laughs> I don't ask for much, just a little more, but always a little bit more. Hmm? But this is like a carrot, you know like an appetizer but the meal never comes hmm? so mastery of the whole world could be there but dissatisfied at the same time this is our belief this is our conviction hmm? and we think the extraordinary thinking required for material accomplishment hmm, is ordinary by comparison to the thinking that will be required for mastering the self, the subjective world, the experiencer, the measurer. Hmm? We are so busy measuring the world that we've forgotten the measurer. Or we think we can also measure the measurer. And we will make mind and consciousness just part of the brain. That's all. That's just part of the brain. Do you understand? There's no separate thing by called mind or consciousness, some people think, educated people. It's all physical. There is no alma. No no mente? Tampoco. Hmm? No you. You are simply illusion. The self, the idea that there's a, the lights are on, but nobody's home. This is the thinking. Hmm? This is a very empty idea. Very disappointing idea. Hmm? The good thing is, there's no proof for that. Hmm? Whatsoever. It is an idea that is fostered Maintain is fostered, promoted hmm? by our mastery of matter. Hmm? The more we master matter, the more we become matter-like. Hmm? The more we identify with matter as the field of experience, hmm? we start to think matter has experience for a little while and then it goes away. 
that we call consciousness. Hmm? Consciousness comes out of matter, then it disappears. It's not a big thing. Hmm? This is how they think. So the, 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 the accomplishments, the material accomplishments, give people some conviction in the hope hmm, that just by adding something else onto your life, more acquisition, your life will be perfect. Hmm? It used to be if a child would look out and see the full moon and say, Mommy, yo quiero la luna. Hmm? And mother would have to laugh. You can't, you can't have everything. <laughs> child wants everything. I want, I want, I want the moon. It's a shiny thing. I want it. You cannot have the moon. Now they can say, yes, you can have it. You want to go? Where have things gone in the world? Hmm? From the time of Colombo. Hmm? So, when we have such power to control matter, we become intoxicated by that. Hmm? Even though our power to control, if we can go to the moon, if we can colonize the Mars, hmm? these are two tiny little places in the material world. Hmm? This is another fact, though. The more they understand the world, the bigger it becomes. Columbus, in his time, they thought, if you go too far, you fall off. Hmm. The only thing is round. Oh, you can go round and round. No problem. Bigger. Hmm. Now you can go to the moon and you can go to Mars. And, yeah. But as soon as you get to the moon and Mars, you see there are millions of moons and millions of Marses and zillions of universes. And it keeps getting bit. This is Vishnu Maya. Hmm? We are intoxicated to think we can control the material world. We get great accomplishments, comparatively, relatively speaking. We think just a little bit more. How much more do you want? The whole moon you can have now. Go <laughs> on Mars. Another. So, the more you get, the more you want, and the more elusive, in the real sense, in the comprehensive sense, the idea of mastering the world becomes. Hmm? But the illusion makes us forgetful of who is doing the measuring. Consciousness, which itself is immeasurable. Hmm? Antennas? How can the ruler measure itself? You understand when I say consciousness gives value to things? What is this? A thinking person calls it a bed. Why is it a bed? That is an idea. Maintain this. There is no bed. <laughs> there is no bed. That is an idea only. Hmm? House, that is an idea. So consciousness is the basis of everything. Hmm? It gives shape to matter, makes things out of matter. 
gives names, creates forms, all ideas. So the subjective world, hmm? this makes the whole of the material world look very small in comparison. And the possibilities that lie there are huge. Hmm? Indeed, there's, not, there's no impossible there in the dictionary, hmm? in the subjective world. A big world, world of possibility. Hmm? Hmm? So, Balaram lives there, <laughs> deep in that world. Hmm? And you are a member of that soil hmm? of consciousness. So the possibilities in the subjective world are huge. And we say, the fountainhead of the subjective world and the objective world, that is Krishna. And for good reason, because we find things in Krishna, possibilities in Krishna, that we do not find in any other form of divinity. While we acknowledge different forms of divinity, we don't acknowledge that there are different gods. Hmm? One god, but many faces of God. Hmm? And those faces, as I said earlier, correspond with the many hearts of many devotees. Hmm? Heart means the condition of our consciousness, if we ourself, if we turn ourselves away from matter to put more emphasis on ourself, and just enough emphasis on matter to provide our necessities for healthy living, happy living. Hmm? But the greater balance of our energy is in pursuit of the consciousness world, that kind of adventure, the sea of consciousness, to ride the waves of the ocean of consciousness. Anandam buddhi vardhanam. Mahabhu Chaitanya Dev has described it. Hmm? Anandam buddhi vardhanam. It is an ocean of ever-increasing waves, hmm? rasanda, ecstasy, of feeling. Hmm? We are units of thinking, feeling, and willing. That's how we think, right? We act like that. We act like we think like that. That I think that would be good. I feel I should do it. I will it. I will do it. Then my hands move, my legs move. I go and do things. Right? So we live in this world as if our everyday experience is, the way we experience life is that something more subtle than the gross matter hmm, that we can't really get a grip on hmm, consciousness. It moves the world. Hmm? You understand? And I'm a unit of that. I'm mixed up with the world, identified with it, but I can withdraw from that. Hmm? And there's a whole then realm, subjective realm of experience that I can explore. And the mystics, exploring that world of subjectivity, of consciousness, in pursuit of love. Why? Because they analyze that I'm a thinking, feeling, and willing entity. 
I exist, I know, and I love. Sat, Chit, Ananda. Hmm? I exist, do you think? We exist. Hmm? Existence cannot come out of non-existence. Do you understand? Existence cannot come out of non-existence. That means existence can have no beginning. And it can have no end. We are eternal. Hmm? The body, mind, biological, psychological, that that is always changing. That is dying all the time. Depends how you look at it. It's being born and growing or it's dying and getting old. Just depends how you look at it. Hmm? Existence is another thing. Hmm? So we are a unit of existence and we know, hmm? we know I am. Hmm? And we seek love. We see that. If we say that consciousness is the invisible force that you cannot measure, that moves the world, hmm? how is the world moving? For what? For what is the world moving? They're moving for love. Love is making the world go around. Hmm? At least from the human perspective. And we are humans. Hmm? And humans think about themselves more than other species, it would seem. Hmm? So by analyzing ourselves, we see, oh, the world is moving for love. So, therefore, does the world provide the love? Does matter provide love? If you're going to love someone, there's this give and take, right? I love you, you love me. Hmm? So matter cannot love back. You understand? We animate something material by lending ourselves to it, and then we love it. But it's really ourself we love, which made it alive, hmm? made it meaningful. I love my bed. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I love my bed. Hmm? Because. The bed is an idea. It comes from me. Hmm? It's me. Hmm? Do you understand? I, I took these material things and made them something else. Gave them a name, called them something. It's an idea. I love the idea. That's all coming from consciousness. So if we're looking for love, we can thoughtfully conclude we're looking in the wrong place when we look for it in relation to matter. So we should look in relation to consciousness. So in our exploration of the subjective of consciousness, we should be looking there for therefore for someone else. Antennas? We look for ourself, which is theoretically different from matter, and we know that ourself is looking for someone else, someone to love. We all need someone to love. You better find somebody to love. It's an old song.
<laughs> so, so, who's that somebody? Hmm? Well, the mystics in different traditions, they speak about different persons, like Jesus and Buddha, hmm? Narayana, hmm? Uh, Shiva, hmm? uh, Jehovah, Allah, right? Seems like they're confused because one says it's, it looks like this, the other one says it looks like that. Hmm? Must be a problem. No, not a problem. But the nature of that person is that, as I said, he has many faces. And what do the faces correspond with? The many hearts of the many devotees who are looking for love in a place where it might be possible to find it in the subjective realm. Hmm? And according to their approach, then he will appear to them. Hmm? So Balaram is one face of God. We say Krishna is the fountainhead because we look at the Buddha, we see he is wise. If we want to take the wisdom of divinity, we say, Krishna says, I want to be wisdom and there's a Buddha. You understand? He thinks, he feels, he wills. It is. Now we think, we feel, we will, but it isn't always. Something moves, but it doesn't always move the way we want. Hmm? And we're moving the matter, but not always, it doesn't always move exactly the way we want. And it, it resists us. Hmm? That's what, so that's because our movements, although in pursuit of love, are sometimes something quite different. Hmm? As long as we, as a unit of consciousness, are attached to the body, then although we move the body, the body also moves us in terms of our thinking, feeling, and willing. It does inform it in some ways. Hmm? It makes us want to look in a certain way for love based on its needs. Hmm? So there's a taking that looks like love hmm? in material existence. It's not really love. It's not really giving. And so you don't really get from that kind of giving. You don't really receive from that kind of giving. As is thought, giving is the receiving. It's true. But you have to look and give intelligently. Hmm? And really give. So there's a sleight of hand, if you will, in material existence where I've I feel like I'm trying to love, and, but it's not, it's not working out. Hmm? Because our will is not the only will. So there's a, a superior will. We're a unit of will. But there's a reservoir of will. So when we conform hmm, and see the world through the eyes of God, 
then our will, we will will in a way that our will will be, our desire will be fulfilled. Because all of Krishna's desires are fulfilled. He is satya sankalpa. Whatever he wants, it happens. Hmm? When our wanting becomes only to be an instrument of what he wants, then we will have wants or desires, all of which will be fulfilled and all of which will be pleasing to him and to us at the same time. Hmm? So, theistic mystics, they look within to explore consciousness, they see it's pursuing love, therefore they look for love, and that means to look for another and their different forms. Hmm? As I say, Krishna says, Oh, let me be... I feel like sacrifice. Hmm? There will be Jesus, and he will sacrifice. Just to give you an example. I will sacrifice. Hmm? I feel like this. I feel... I'm feeling majestic. There will be not iron and four arms. Hmm? These are not events in time, but we are limited by language. And time and space, our present frame of reference, we have to talk to the, talk about it in that way. Hmm? But the different faces of divinity, as I say, these are different waves in the ocean of consciousness in which divinity expresses itself partially, more or less. Hmm? And by studying, like Lagubhagavatamrita, Rupa Goswami has looked at least culturally within India, where you've got more gods and goddesses than anywhere else. He's looked at them all and, and he analyzed and said, this, this one, this is this manifestation, this is a manifestation of this aspect of divinity and all these and more. That is found in Krishna. And if we move cross-culturally, we can see also, oh, the Alaga idea is, is, is inside of Krishna. The Jesus idea is inside. The Jehovah idea is inside of Krishna. Hmm? And more. Hmm? That doesn't make them less for their devotees who love them in that way, those different forms. Hmm? But Krishna is the, the heart of divinity. Hmm? That is our analysis. There's some objectivity to that. It's not a sectarian statement. Hmm? Not everybody will be interested in the heart of divinity. Some may want only the wisdom of the deity. So, as you like. So, it can be a Buddha. Hmm? But some of us, we have a little traction for Krishna. Why? Because somebody who likes Krishna... We came in touch with somebody like that, a little contagious. Hmm? I saw, and he's moved by that, and a little it's contagious. So we, we want to see. We want. We have credibility. Such a person, he or she, brings credibility to the idea by their persona. Hmm? That speaks louder than words, even, antennas. So we are moved by that, not so much by reasoning. They can reason well, hmm? because they love well. The guru speaks the language of love, that language we don't know, but he translates it into reason. 
the language of reason. Hmm? So you can reason so far that you realize, oh, you have to learn to speak the language of love. Reason does not go far enough hmm? to explain, to capture hmm? all there is to be captured, all the love there is to have, all the feeling there is to have. It's a small thing. Hmm? But we are supposed to be reasonable animals, so hmm? someone from that side comes here, they have to speak the language, right? Like I should learn Spanish. But, <laughs> huh? but it is not Spanish or English or Bengali, but reason. Hmm? But that reason is a translation of the language of love. Guru should speak the language of love. Then translate it into reason. Hmm? It will make sense to us. What will make sense that there is something that is trans-rational. Hmm? And it's desirable. It cannot be controlled. It cannot be measured. It cannot be captured. It's captivating. Hmm? It will capture me. And it will be good for me. And I feel it. It will be good for me to be captured by that. To be consumed by that. That, will be, that is my natural position. Hmm? It will be comforting. Now we want to capture things. To get comfort. Capture the moon, capture the Mars, sail the seas. Hmm? I think by capturing, I'll get some security, some comfort. But I'm always a little uncomfortable. What if the Chinese also go to the moon and we meet them there? Then it'll be a problem. Hmm? <laughs> some competition is there. Hmm? In this world, there are only, only so many things. So, problem. In the subjective world, there's no such limitations. Hmm? Every cowherd friend of Krishna and Balaram, Balaram is when Krishna says, I want to feel friendship. Balaram comes. Sakya. Hmm? Krishna says, I want to feel friendship. And Balaram is manifest. Hmm? And this is the... There are two original feelings of Krishna. Hmm? Two original feelings. Madhurya, Sakya. Hmm? Hmm? I want to feel love. Radha Krishna Pranay Bhikuti Ladini Shakti Rasmad Radha Krishna Pranai. Bhikkhudi means transformation. Pranai means love. Krishna is one. Hmm? He wants to taste love and Radha manifests. Radha Krishna Pranai. Bhikkhudi Ladini Shakti Rasmad. One becomes two as Radha Krishna. Hmm? And to follow this, that is called Kamanuga. To follow that kind of love. And Krishna wants to become, feel friendly, he becomes Balaram. Hmm? This is Sakya Rasa. This makes up Golok. From Sakya to Madhurja. Hmm? Golok, Vrindavan. Not Golok, 
the whole Golok, but Golok Vrindavan, Gokul Vrindavan, the center of the world of the lotus that is Goloka. Hmm? What are the forces there? Sakya, Matsalya, Madhurja. Some Dasya, but there is no pure Dasya. All the Dasya is mixed with Sakya or, or Vatsalya. Hmm? There is no Aishwarya there. You understand? Aishwarya, majesty, all intimacy. Hmm? So these two, you see, Krishna becomes two as Radha Krishna. Hmm? Then there is romantic love. He becomes two in another way. Radha is Shakti Tattva. Balaram is Vishnu Tattva. Vishnu Tattva acting like Shakti Tattva. Shakti Tattva, that is serving Shaktiman. The energetic, the energy is serving the energetic. Hmm? Radha is the Shakti, Krishna is Shaktiman. Radha is the energy, she's serving the energetic. Hmm? Krishna is Shaktiman, he manifests Balaram. But that is Vishnu Tattva, that is another form of himself. So that is, that is also, he's also Shaktiman, but he's acting like a Shakti. Therefore, my Guru Maharaj used to say, what? Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead served. And Balaram is the Supreme Personality of Godhead servitor. Hmm? Balaram is God, Krishna, hmm? showing the way to serve like nobody can compete with, like no God can compete with. Hmm? He's serving him everywhere at all times. He is the umbrella over Krishna's head. He is the shoes on Krishna's feet. You understand? And he is the 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 upanai, the the, the, the the thread, you know, this Brahman thread around his waist. That means he's on top, on bottom, in the middle, serving. Hmm? the personification of this. And he is the, the basis of the serving ego in everyone. Hmm? He presides over this. Hmm? Big person. Hmm? If he will serve, then certainly we should serve. Who is Balaram? <laughs> and Balaram finds serving Krishna. That is much more desirable than being Krishna. Hmm? So through Balaram, the whole Sakiras manifests. Hmm? And Vatsalya and some partial Dasya. This is called Samandarup. Hmm? And to follow that is Samandanuga, to follow that kind of love in Raga Bhakti. And Radha, then presiding over Madurasa, romantic love. Hmm? So through these two expansions of himself, a Shakti expansion and a, how you say, Purush, um, Swamsa expansion of himself, one of his faces, hmm? then the, 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 the essential feeling content 
of that Gokul, Vrindavan, is manifest. It is a feeling. Hmm? These kind of feelings, like Vatsalya, you understand? But parental love for Krishna, friendly love for Krishna. Oho bhagyam, oho bhagyam, nanda gopa vrishokasam, yanmitram paramanandam, puna brahma, sanatanam. This Brahma said once, twice, three times, four times. Hmm? The four-headed Brahma, he's very wise. He said, Oh, Bhagyam, Oh, Bhagyam, Nandagopa Vajokasam, Yanmitram Paramanandam, Purna Brahma Sanatanam. Oh, he said, Lucky, how lucky, oh, how lucky are the people of Nanda's village. Hmm? Nanda means bliss. That is the name of Krishna's father, Nanda. Hmm? Oh, how lucky, oh, how lucky are the people of Nanda. He the king of the cowherds. Why? Yan mitram paramanandam, puna brahma sanatanam. He who is puna brahma sanatanam, he has become the mitram, the friend of everybody. The friend of everybody. What's coming in? Oh. <laughs> he, he wants to get out of the wind, out of the storm. Don't worry. In Vrindavan, the scorpions don't bite. It's all friendly there. Hmm? So friendliness is the basis of the whole of Vrindavan. Then, Vatsalya, Madhurya, hmm? further developments of love from Sakya up to Madhurya. So, Balaram, he's in charge of all this. Dasyam, Sakyam, Vatsalyam, hmm? in Goloka. So, he is the full, he is like Dauji, means older brother. He's older brother of Krishna. Hmm? Because he's a little older, then his friendship will also be a little parental. You have an older brother? Yeah. Uh, no. Have a yeah. Younger brother? No, older. Uh, uh, how do you say that? Younger. younger. You have a younger brother? Yeah. How young? Like three, four years younger than me. How do you feel towards him? Well, <laughs> I, I, have, I have the power. You look out for him a little bit. No. <laughs> feel like if, well I've never I've never had that question but I feel um, I feel like I have some kind of power like, right like you're elder yeah. a, little, a little control a little power you want to protect him a little bit and make sure he does good yeah this is so how, this is how Krishna feels towards Balaram or Balaram feels towards Krishna Hmm? So you can think. How you feel towards your elder brother, younger brother, Balaram feels something like that towards Krishna. Hmm? And he also liked to serve Krishna hmm? and Dasya. And he is the best friend of Krishna. And all the friends of Krishna hmm? in Vrindavan, they all serve under him. Hmm? 
So he is a very important person in Krishna Leela. He's represented here. You met him today, huh? Or other day when you came. Yeah, well, I thought it was Rath, but I didn't. Yeah, well, you learned something. So that is Balaram. Hmm? He's very, um, very affectionate. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came with Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? Have you ever had the darshan of the deities of Gaur and Nityananda? Gaur Nitai? You ever sing Nitai Gaur, Hari Bol? Yeah, So there's Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna. Nityananda Prabhu, there's Balaram. Another incarnation. You understand? For this yuga, for giving, giving Krishna bhakti, hmm? and we have in our temple in California, deity of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is standing like this. With one hand, he's reaching out to the people and giving praying. With the other hand, he's lost. He's going after Radha's bhava, trying to experience that. He's only half here. You understand? He's half there and he's half here. He's doing like Yugavatar, giving Hare Krishna mantra, but he's losing his balance. And Balaram is standing like this, Nityananda Prabhu, like this. He's helping him to keep his balance. That is one thing. He, if you fall, I will catch you. Hmm? Keep going, and if you fall, I will catch you. And whoever you cannot touch because you're falling, I will touch them. Hmm? I will give them prem. Hmm? Nityananda Prabhu is giving prem with two hands. Hmm? So with three hands, one hand of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and Mahaprabhu feels, I'm limited with one hand. Two ways he's limited. One way I'm limited, I'm a sannyasi. So sannyasi can only go so many places. If sannyasi goes to um, the bar, you know what is bar? Brothel? Still. Like you, I'm just like a sadhu, right? So you come and listen to me. But maybe you have some bad habits. Right? Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying you, but just as an example. I'm sure you're a good boy, good man. But some people may listen and then they're oh, very nice, but then they go and and they say, Well let's go and let's go to the bar. Hmm? Now, if you see me at the bar, you think, what is he doing here? He doesn't belong here. I don't belong here, but he surely doesn't belong here. You'll think that, right? Hmm? That would be shocking to you. But people at the bar need to hear about Krishna also. Right? Everybody does. Yeah, they should. They should. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu can't go there because he was a sannyasi. So if he went there, people would think, what kind of sannyasi is this? He goes to bars. We won't listen to him. Hmm? But he wanted to help the people at the bar. So he said, Nityananda, you go there. Hmm? Just like ordinary person, you go there and deliver them. Hmm? So he has one hand only. 
Other hand, he's a sannyasi. And in a higher sense, other hand, he's going after Radha's feelings and he becomes oblivious to the external world. Is Dinanda Prabhu fully here? Hmm? To hold Chaitanya Mahaprabhu if he falls and to give what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is trying to give with one hand, with two hands. He's giving it like anything. Hmm? So, he's very kind. Arko binitai chander karan hoibe sangsara vasanamor kobe tucha hobe. What did Nartam say? He said, Nitai Padakamala Koti Chandra Sushitala. We talked about going to the moon. When you go outside again, you look at the moon. It's very soothing, right? Full moon. It's very beautiful, very cooling, soothing. Hmm? Makes the mind happy. And Nartam says, Nitai is like millions of moons. Hmm? If you could capture the moon and millions of moons of the world, it would be nothing like capturing the attention of Balaram. Hmm? This is Balaram, very important person. So he came here. And because of that, you know, all these people are here too. <laughs> so if you if you find them to be nice, how nice is Balaram? Hmm? Does that help? That is your 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 question that that you, that you asked. <laughs> Some curiosity. It was good. So you'll be here tomorrow, too? Yes. Mm-hmm. I was feeling a little sick last night. I got sick, so I'm not um, in the best form. You forgive me. But tomorrow evening, we'll be at the temple. We'll speak better, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And uh, share more feelings. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess you've been around, you've been to the Kartarata and everything. Yeah, we are just beginning to develop, about 25% developed here. We have so much work to do, so much, so much work. So it's so nice that you come here. It's very, we're very happy to host you anytime you come. Hmm? Thank you. Yeah, it's Mikasa and Sukasa. <laughs> Okay, what's the time? So it's time for Balaram to go to bed. So, <laughs> me too, okay? Astamanyana. Mm-hmm. Astamanyana Pulamanyana. Astamanyana Pulamanyana.